What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. We're just hanging out here on this uh, Friday afternoon, just kind of doing our own thing, just hanging out, just chilling, just being a nerd thug rugged. Nerd, mm. nerd thug loving? Rugged? Nerd, nerd, nerd thug... Nerd Thug McLovin? Are we sponsored? By McLovin? Are we loving this? I don't know. Anyway, this is Corey DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico. Hello, hello. Hey, we're just hanging out here doing our usual end of the week Friday thing. Yep. Um, Nico, before we get too far into anything, let's go ahead and jump into our friends The Adventure Begins. The Adventure Begins. Comics, games, and more. Got several events coming up uh, Saturday, February 26th from... 22nd from Ooh. 2 to 6 p.m. I like all those were together in my yeah, brain. <laughs> just like one one giant word. One thing. giant word. That's the future of language, don't you know? <laughs> and then that'll mean a whole different thing. That'll be like three paragraphs. Uh, this is the Magic Gathering Booster Draft for Theros Beyond Death. Uh, $15 entry free with uh, $30 in-store credit as first place, 20 for second, and third is 15 And everyone who places gets promo pack. And then Sunday, March 1st, is D&D Adventures League from 4 to 8. That's the first. February's already over. Even with the leap day, it's already over. Yeah. It's, it's coming up on you fast. Uh, uh, all time is relative, and this time is relatively done. You know what I'm saying? Right, You know right. what I'm saying? It's just hanging out in Dunstown, being a big Kirsten Dunn's fan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I am so lost. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It felt right, and then it felt wrong. Um, <laughs> so wrong. Yeah, head on down to Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More. Fantastic store. They all kinds of different stuff available for you. Uh, we're there most Fridays. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Accurate. Playing the hero clicks, doing our thing. Mm-hmm. I'm there with usually the gang. So if you want to meet me and the friends, I guess I don't know. <laughs> this is a, this is a, this is an ad. If you want to hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> is this an advertisement for Adventure Begins or you trolling for friends? Either one works. If you want to be Nico's friend, <laughs> I, I mean, first of all, shame on you. Uh, second of all, I guess go to Adventure Begins, I suppose. I think we just cost a business. Honestly. Maybe. <laughs> there were three people who were like, let's go on Friday. Oh, Nico's going to. That's he, okay. He might think that we're. Me and the Rowdy Rough Boys will be there. The Rowdy Rough Boys. I don't even... <laughs> Holy smokes. The Powerpuff Girls. That was the evil ones. I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> so, speaking of people who are really, really bad at their job. Like me. Like you. Um, I won't go political here. Uh... As we tend to avoid it as best we can, we, we will do, dance. I, there's, there's plenty of room to stay neutral in a lot of this stuff. There's been an ethics complaint filed against a uh, House of Representatives member, uh, Devin Nunez. He's a representative Nunez. of California. California? And he's kind of an idiot, honestly. I mean, um, good for him, I guess. While he does fall on the Republican side of the aisle, that's n- that's not what makes me think he's an idiot. It's the words that come out of his mouth and the stuff he does. Uh, apparently, he's a he gets a farm subsidy. Because he uses, like, California loopholes, and he has, like, a cow that lives on his land. Wow, so he has a farm now? Yes, yeah, so, like, it's technically farmland because he has, like, a cow that lives he on has, his Because he has, he has cattle. Right. Because that could mean one or many. Yes, yeah, so like, there's something he does where he meets, like, the... The, the, the most minimum requirement in the he, world? Exactly. Okay. 
Uh, so that's what kind of cool guy he is. Uh, um, what, a, what, a, what an absolute Chad. <laughs> anyway, he is the congressional salary for congressman is one hundred seventy four thousand dollars a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. He apparently right now has multiple lawsuits going on. Ah, that's what um, you want. That's what you want under your politicians. So the the ethics watchdog committee. There's a group of. It's a nonpartisan watchdog group who keeps an eye on Congress, and they just sort of like. They point out when they think somebody is doing something wrong. Yeah. And they have way, they have lodged an ethics complaint specifically about... The farm thing? No. Speci- no, oddly enough, no. Um, the number of lawsuits and legal activity Devin Nunez has going on... I mean, that's a fair enough complaint. <laughs> ...exceeds his annual salary. Ooh. So they're saying like it's not reasonable that he would have a lawyer... Handling all these things. Because it'd be too expensive. Correct. And if he's getting a dis... So congressmen are supposed to be reporting when they get gifts and things, including discounts on services. In other words, if you're in the mob and you were trying to like get a favor from... Your, you can't do his work for free. And then he doesn't have to tell anyone that you guys did a little bit of a favor for each other. Right. He's supposed to report a gift. And that's yeah. how you get Congress in trouble for these things. Right. Real spooky stuff. Real Um so this watchdog complaint this is okay, but this is how you this is how you know he's dumb. Um Did he comment on the watchdog? No, that would be great though. Oh man. That would be amazing. That's like the ultimate I swear guys, I didn't do it, and then everyone just kind of shrugs and like looks away. <laughs> so Here's a quote from the Watchdog Group. Although Representative Nunez is entitled to legal representation and he may pursue any legal action to protect and defend his interests, he must comply with House rules. An Office of Congressional Ethics investigation will preserve Representative Nunez's legal right to counsel while upholding well-established House rules and precedent. Because, this, this is how many people he's suing. Defendants in Nunez's lawsuits include Twitter. <laughs> CNN. Okay, all right, yeah. Uh, McClatchy, who's uh, a congressman, I believe, and two anonymous Twitter accounts that have mocked him. He's suing two Twitter accounts that have mocked him. Also, Twitter and CNN. Also, Twitter and CNN. Mm, okay. The complaint also claims that even if Nunez was paying Virginia attorney Stephen Biss based on contingency, meaning that should Nunez win his cases, Biss would get paid by taking a percentage of the resulting award. Biss has also sent two letters demanding apologies for criticisms from Ted Lieu and Nunez's 2017 opponent, Andrew Jans. Mr. Biss sent a letter to Representative Lou threatening to bring an ethics complaint against him. An ethics complaint will not result in a monetary award that could support payment under a contingency fee agreement. Therefore, it is a gift if he did it for free. Ooh. Yeah. The complaint argues Nunez should disclose any contingency arrangement under House ethics rules to ensure he's not in violation of rules on gifts, citing a case in 2008 in which then-representative Gene Schmidt requested approval from the Committee on Ethics to pay for lawyers through contingency, which was denied. Oh, okay. So it it's up to the... It's, like, already, it's already precedent that... That you're contingent- not allowed yeah. to do it. Right. So, and then apparently... Yeah, because that means you could you could wage endless... Lawsuits and like, like never you have like shady firms who are like representing tobacco companies doing you the favor for free at the expense of like the tobacco company. You know what I'm saying? Like right, yeah. So yeah, it would just backdoor a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like, well, he didn't do it for free. We just didn't win, so we didn't get paid. Right. So you can't suing Twitter 
and suing CNN. Yeah, uh, you know, we like I like to call, you know, just choosing the hill you die on is kind of an important point. Yeah. This is a terrible, terrible, rocky, awful hill to choose to die on. <laughs> I, well, um, also announced the other day was that the New York Times is under law. Uh, Donald Trump's campaign is going to sue the New York Times. Yeah, that's real smart. Um, someone pointed out almost immediately that wouldn't this open up the New York Times to be, uh, like, discovery process. So, oh, I mean the Trump campaign. So now the New York Times could literally just ask the Trump campaign for almost anything, anything involving Donald Trump, and they'd have to produce it. Yeah, because that's how that works. This seems like a gift for the New York Times. Right. This just means that anything that he would have done that would have been shady is now open to a news corporation <laughs> to that is that is what to we subpoenas to legally right legally like binding subpoenas right that's in what we like to call in the business a bad move chief yeah uh the business of not not being very smart <laughs> every once in a while you just kind of wonder like who's making the decision somewhere like that's no that's that's clearly what is just a retaliation and then yeah. you're like and they're like oh so we get to fight back too and you're like oh i didn't know that was I didn't know that was what we agreed to. I thought it just meant I could just be mad at you. Well, and so I feel like a lot of people don't understand law. I I think that's where I think that's where it comes down. I'll be down very to. honest. The last year has taught me that most people don't understand law. Law doesn't make any. Well, actually, I'll go ahead and say the last three years have taught me that most people don't understand law. Law doesn't really like it's not really taught in school ever. Like it's not something that you're like, well, these are the laws of your country. <sighs> No, but it's sort of. But it's super complicated. It it's is. never. It's never as simple as it looks. You think? I don't know, man. Like I, I feel. feel like no, I feel like there's some pretty obvious things, and it's like, well, right. because this didn't happen and this didn't. Ha- if Law and Order has taught me anything, is that some people get away with some stupid stuff because of stupid reasons. Okay, no, no. I'll get. Uh, listen, you're right. Law and Order <laughs> finding Here, loopholes. Here's a video of a man literally doing it, but because it wasn't submitted to evidence and wasn't processed. And now that you have it, it's null and void, meaning he can stand there and lie. lie oath. Yeah, that was an interesting episode of Law and Order, and it, and it it's probably based on some odd legal precedent where, and in that particular episode, the police seized the tape without the proper warrant, so it was thrown out for trial, which then meant that the defendant could, in his taking the stand to defend himself, lie about where he was because it was on tape that he killed them. Right. Um... I, d- I don't know. Yeah, like at that point, you're like, what? <laughs> is that the interest of justice? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, but then then, then you come down to, well, that's not fair. <laughs> right. And then you're like, well, what is fair? And then we're back to philosophy. Exactly. Also, <laughs> like, it seems like him lying under oath on the stand would open the door to bring the video back in. Just me. Just seems like it. Right. Uh, but I don't know what the rule is on that. Um, but no, it definitely feels like Okay, I'll give you some examples. Things that have been said this year publicly that aren't true that people have just said. I'll go for these three years. and I, Some of these are going to be political, and I'm sorry. There's just no getting around it. Um, Donald Trump saying that they had built many new portions of the wall. That is incredibly inaccurate. Um, I know he said it. I know Kellyanne Conway has said it. I know a few other people have said it. There is some portions of wall being built. It's from the Bush era land grab right after 9-11 because they're still in court fighting over some of the Bush era land grab from the law he enacted right after (laughs) 9-11. They're not done grabbing all the land from the last try and 
in literally 2002. Well, look, 17 years is a long time. Right. They're they've been busy. Um also government. Like that I'm in I'm in economics right now and like they're like, yeah, government spending is great. And then you realize they're like it's like and then it's a spiral effect that causes all these other things to exist and you're like Oh, God, how can anything work this fast and be this all-encompassing? Yeah, well, I believe I've read somewhere where the the, the American government is 10% of the GDP. Yeah, like, it's a, it's a huge import. It's an important part, like... So, in other words, they, like they if show the country is supposed to produce $6 trillion of product next year, uh-huh. $600 billion of it goes to the government. Right. And that's outside of taxes and cuts and yeah, yeah, other programs. Yeah, what is spent, like, the actual goods moved around. Right. Um, but, yeah, so now some people right now are screaming at the radio that the new wall is being built. Uh, it's not. Um, there are portions. Um, right now, Trump, the Trump administration is fighting groups in court about money they allocated away from military housing and Pentagon budgets to use to build wall currently. But I believe as of right now, there are zero feet of Trump era wall being built uh, on land that he that America didn't own before he came in. It's okay because Mexico hasn't paid for it yet. Right. Yeah, that check's not in the mail. That was never going to happen. That was the first time and the last time he said it. There was never a mechanism in place. Look, and by the he way, he wasn't talking about a literal wall. He was talking about a metaphorical one. Right. And then he literally on at a speech was like, I'm talking about a real wall, 12 feet high. Right. And then someone was like, okay, but he doesn't mean Mexico's going to pay for it. And then like at the next press conference, he was literally like, they're going to write a check for the wall. <laughs> and then his press secretary quit. Like that's, that's how that was going during the campaign because it was like minute after minute. Every time somebody would be like, "Well, really, maybe he doesn't just... mean really," and, and then, then he was like, "I mean really, I mean literally." It's almost like he it's was the best part of Bojack his... Horseman. <laughs> I hate you, Mr. Peanut Butter runs for mayor of California. <laughs> it just is the opposite of what his press secretary is saying because that's uh, what happened. No, it was just the super funny like political. He's neither. He's like, I'm on the side of facts and also feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone was like, I have no further questions. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. That's both. Yeah. No. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, Mexico was never going to write a check. And by the way, there was no trade agreement where you could structure it in such a way that the money that you make, quote unquote, from the trade agreement pays for the wall. Because by the way, a trade agreement would affect private entities. Not the government building a wall. There's no way. There's the the best you could get is that you make so much money in the trade program that the percentage of taxes collected somehow covers the wall. But that's that's obscene. Vastly unlikely. You would be doing all of your business through this Mexico-U.S. trade agreement. Like Mexico would be supplying the world with the U.S. goods at that point. <laughs> um, it's, that's how you know. That's how you would know. Uh, it's there's just some things that are that that are just flat out said that aren't aren't even possible. And if you know anything about government at all, that's the thing. That people don't the tariffs against uh, from China. It's okay. They got a crazy disease now. We don't even yeah, want them. True. Yeah, <laughs> a week from now they're going to be begging us for more. Like they beat us up so bad in the last two years in trade that articles were coming about coming out that China. So China, who predominantly invests in uh, underdeveloped countries had committed over almost a trillion dollars to invest in middle America. 
If that doesn't tell you what they think of Middle America right now, well, it's because Middle America is like a barren wasteland, like an undeveloped country. They've that, already, okay. they've well, already like, spent so much money in Africa that they were like, I guess we'll go to Kansas. A lot of people don't realize how big America is until you're like in the middle of literally nowhere. That's listen when you have no cell phone signal and you're standing in a cornfield in Nebraska. Right. Yeah, it's a bad day. That's a bad day. Like. Uh, we, we <laughs> it's it's just kind of a weird thing to think about because I grew up my entire life. I've been in Houston, one of the largest cities in the entirety of the United States. True. And as soon as I moved to Colorado Springs, a not one of the largest cities in the United States, it was little to say like almost a culture shock. Yeah. I, I was listening to songs on the radio that had been popular years prior and people were calling them new yeah and i was like you don't understand this came out two years ago well okay remember the song uh clean on the inside cream on the outside yeah ice Ice cream cream, ice cream ice cream paint job yeah yeah yeah. um by the time that was big in houston Mm -hmm. it had been big like in la and new york for like two years ago right atlanta was like over it they were so tired of ice cream paint job and we were like we were breaking speakers on it like we were like we just discovered fire yeah because we have that's the have you heard thing. ice cream paint job <laughs> but that's the cultural thing about music well it's like uh if you watch anything about like early days of nsync and backstreet boys yeah they were huge like in denmark good for them they were playing sold out tours in germany and then like yeah, playing a shopping mall when they came back to burbank california and their family's like maybe music's not the right move for you like seriously, like sixty thousand people were screaming my name a week ago. Sure, hun. Sure. Right, and no one believes you either. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because I mean, we information travels fast in the modern age, except half of the country's not in the modern age. Man. Uh, so one of the craziest things I Shout saw. Shout out to Death Cab. That's yeah. a song. Is it? Yeah. Nice. One of the craziest things I saw is uh, Hassan Minaj's Patriot Act, uh-huh. where he talks about internet. Yeah. Is it, is it on Netflix? It is. It's on okay. Netflix. Well, but it, ironic. Uh, but in it, he talks about how Comcast and some other country company have basically... They split like the country in yeah, half. Yeah, they've split the country, so they don't compete with each other. Right. It's so a, a pseudo-monopoly. So the internet you're paying for isn't the fastest internet available, no matter what you... Yeah, no, it's not. It's literally not. So... I think it was Kentucky. Somewhere in Kentucky built their own Wi-Fi. Correct. Or? So that's what I was about to talk about, is they created like a little municipality where they all got together... The little community just, listen, they just agreed to pay taxes for city-owned internet. Mm-hmm. And it was 20 times faster than Comcast. Yeah, and then Comcast was like, oh, oh no. And then they had to spend money to get more things done, and it still wasn't as good as the Kentucky. Well, and Comcast now is legally fighting municipalities now. Right. Like, they're fighting them in court. They're paying against them being run as ads. Like, they're Big going deal. after it. They don't want it because it threatens the way they do business because... I'll say it this way. I don't think things like internet and health insurance should be left up to for profit. Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to quantify how like important these things are cuz it's like you're you're talking about like information and life which are like Right. Well, here's the thing. With just the internet connection, suddenly someone can homeschool, can get an education, can better themselves, can launch a career, can can start a business, can literally create commerce from their home. Right. This 
that is a level playing field. That is an opportunity builder. That is a real chance to become economically mobile. Uh, the flip side of that, if Comcast is controlling your internet speed, well, now it's harder for you to do all, any of those things, let alone all of those things. Right. And then the same with health insurance. It's, it's watching all these documentaries about, like, watching The Pharmacist, where they don't care about keeping people alive, where they're talking about people writing prescriptions for heroin. I mean, what are we talking, like, yeah. doctors are prescribing heroin now? Like, how did we get here? It's just the 1920s again. Right. Yeah. We had literally talked them out of it because people were dying and overdosing, and now we're back to it. Oops. How did we come back to 1920s medicine? How did we get? How did that happen? Heroin, real feel real good. Yeah. The surprising re- relaunch of heroin. <laughs> um, it just is a weird. It's a weird. Uh, it's. We're the only country that does it too, so it's it's listen. It's, it's weird all the way around. It's weird all the way around, right? Because like, if you want to talk about costs, and that's fine, you can have a conversation about costs. But we're paying a lot of money to do it dumber than everyone else. So when we talk about choice and opportunity and availability, we need to be honest about that because the the choice is that we're doing it worse. The choice is that we're doing it for money. <laughs> we are doing it for money, but for whose money? For people's money that's not ours. <laughs> we're putting a lot of money in a certain groups of people's pockets, and we're not even blinking or thinking twice about it, and we're just like, yeah, but this is the American way. Like, that was that was probably the craziest thing about the pharmacist is that, like, like OxyContin, like, Purdue Pharma, the, yeah. the company that produced OxyContin, made, like, $400 billion from OxyContin sales in, like, 10 years or something like that, and well, now, it's, it's, now they're bankrupt. <laughs> Well, and they're probably not really bankrupt, but they're bankrupt. They're filing for bankruptcy. They're bankrupt in the sense that they don't want to pay damages for what they've done to the they're, country. They're quote-unquote bankrupt. Yeah, they're corporate bankrupt. Yeah. And they're corporate bankrupt because... Shout out to Toys R Us, which I think is coming back to Houston. They they did come back this last Christmas in six places. Houston wasn't one of them, but they came back as a licensing agreement. Yeah. Uh, essentially, they're selling like Target-exclusive toys. I mean, that's cool. Here's my problem. Your Toys R Us, and you never once adapted to an ever-changing market, and you close like a month before Christmas, and you put people out of work, no one's going to be excited to see you come back a year later to sell Target toys. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things. It's like Sears. <laughs> Sears never changed, and then they imploded. Also, yeah. their CEO is a crazy person. Yeah, every once in a while, you've got to kind of evaluate. He has a, he has a, he has a bunker, like... Like in the Midwest, Listen, where there's nothing. There's lots of people that have bunkers. If having yeah. a bunker is what makes you crazy, I don't want to go down this road. No, but like there are he bunkers spend, aplenty. He spends time in his bunker, and he just goes there just to hang out. Nico, the point of having a bunker is that if the world ends, you can immediately get into your bunker. If you're already there, it doesn't matter. It, he's the CEO of a company that's still active. But <laughs> how does he disappear like this? What if he's in Detroit when he's got to get to his bunker in Des Moines? Like <laughs> the answer is to be there already. Just stay there. Just stay at the bunker. He's, he's a very eccentric, like, billionaire because he made a bunch of money in the dot-com boom and then and just dipped out and bought Sears and then retired to nowhere, I guess. Seriously, if you stray too far from your bunker, the bunker's useless. I mean, that's fair. Also, did you know that Sears is one of the oldest companies that's about to go out of business? Sears Robux, yeah. Sears and Walmart is one of the last, like, like 1890s yeah. type companies still standing. Right. Um, and Sears Roebuck, uh... It's gone. It's, it's gonna be gone soon. 
It will be. It will be. They're winding down now. But I I think we've rambled long enough here. Let's jump out to a break. Before we've we gone, do. We've gone from everywhere. We, we've gone all over the place. Before we do, let's put a little bit of fact into this. Tell everybody our, about our friends, Donald Williams. Donald Williams of Sean Myers Insurance. They want you to know that they can shop over 15 national carriers to get you the best price on your insurance, specializing in home insurance and bundling for maximum savings. They want you to know that they're a part that you're a part of their family. They want to go with you line by line, make sure you're getting the best coverage, getting all the stuff that you need, getting rid of the stuff you don't need to save the most money. Give them a call at 936-760-5963. That is 936-760-5963. Don Utah, Sean Myers Insurance. Woo! Tell them Nerd Thug sent you. Yeah. All right, we're going to jump out to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. Hey, everybody. I'd like to introduce Tiger Rock Martial Arts. With four great locations that are open to all members, Tiger Rock offers world-class training with top-level instructors teaching self-defense and jiu-jitsu, among other courses. Designed to help improve physical fitness and raise confidence, Tiger Rock's martial arts is able to start working with anyone four years old and up to show them the life skills and focus it takes to succeed in the modern world. Anyone interested in a fun, energetic way to make a positive life change should absolutely reach out to Tiger Rock Martial Arts and get started changing their life for the better. TigerRockMartialArts.com The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. All right, what's up, Conroe? Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Make sure to come hang out with us um, at Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. That's where all the magic happens. We do mm-hmm. uh, posts and all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, we're going to keep growing the content as we keep growing the show. we got more things rolling out this, uh, this coming month, so we're all excited about that, and I hope you're excited about it, too. And if you're not... Um, Oh, I can't really change that, I guess. Too late. Like, I walked yeah. right into that one. <laughs> oh, <wow>. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Anyway, uh, make sure to check that out. Uh, before we get into anything, though, I do want to tell you guys about my friends at Tiger Rock Martial Arts. With four great locations that are open to all members, Tiger Rock offers world-class training with top-level instructors teaching self-defense and jiu-jitsu, among other courses. Helping to improve your physical fitness and raise your confidence, Tiger Rock Martial Arts is able to start working with anyone four years old and up and show them the life skills and focus it takes to succeed in the modern world. Anyone seeking a fun, energetic way to make a positive life change needs to reach out to Tiger Rock Martial Arts and get started changing their life for the better today. Today. Today's the day. You know what? Like I believe that today. I believe it. I'm, I'm feeling it. It's Friday. Friday's our day. Today's the day. We do. We have things we're doing. We get, we're gonna be we're gonna be tonight uh, out there at Top Golf uh, doing some media with the Overwatch. Like, I'm not sure what they're calling this. I think it's a launch party for the. They're gonna be listen. It's first time they're here in yeah, Houston. They're doing their very first homestead yet for the Overwatch League. Owl, as it's called. 
and the Houston Outlaws are uh, they got two matches and they're going to get two wins this weekend. Yeah, they need to they need to bring up their scores. What needs to happen? <sighs> they really need to step up their game, but they this is their chance to. Right. So they're going to at home. This, this, this. They need the hometown love and support. They're going to be at Revenge and Music Center all weekend, so make mm-hmm. sure to go check that out. Tickets are available still for purchase, and you can win them on certain radio stations. And just in general, pay attention to it. The Houston Outlaws, it's cool. It's really fun. Like, if you got kids, this is something you could put on and watch with them, and you don't really have to understand what's going on to get excited. The announcers do a good job to kind of explain it as it goes. The scoring is simple. Yeah. Uh, it's worth watching. So check it out. Have a good time. Come watch it. Come get into the energy, get in the vibe. It's a brand new sport. It's something new to get into. And the Houston Outlaws have really cool logos and like the team colors and all that. Their aesthetic is very cool. Very Monster Energy-esque. Yeah. So I recommend getting involved, kind of checking it out. Uh, we're all in. We love it. I love the Overwatch League. I watch it. We host watch parties, obviously, with the mm-hmm. Citizens Grill up here. We're going to talk about Citizens Grill in the next segment. But, um, yeah, that's going on today. And also, also this morning, you know, I like to start my day off with a game of StarCraft. That's, that's what I do. It's a classic, it's like my, classic. It's like my coffee. Get StarCraft like, too. Like a little, little, little bit of StarCraft. A little, little StarCraft in the morning and so get my brain going. That's fair. That's get my clicks up. Get my challenge up. Get your get your was it actions permitted up? My actions permitted and and also for me, I try to use it as a way to like listen. You, I, uh, my life is like a weird laid back but there's a lot going on kind of a life. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot. Like, I'm trying to publish comic books, do a radio show. I'm trying to grow these businesses from nothing. Like, I have a lot going on. Right. But I also, it's all at my own pace. So it's easy sometimes to forget or to feel like, oh, well, I can kick back or relax or I can, I don't have to push as hard today. I like to try and use the StarCraft game as, like, a way to start my day competitively that's to fair. kind of remind myself that, like, listen, there's people out there who want to blow my base up. Okay? I'm trying to blow my base up. So I need to step my base game up. need to get my defenses right. need to build it up, get it out there, get it taken care of. Kia, you know? Kia. Kia. So it's kind of the basis, how I feel about all this. It's what I use to try and focus everything. Um, that being said, today, for the first time in a long time, I want a... Match on very hard. Hey. Very hard. That's what we call getting better. Getting good is the... Is the That's right. As all, all the pros. <laughs> as, um, as the Protoss, as the alien people, I can win all the way up to elite. Okay. As the Terrans, I could get to hard, and then when it would get to very hard, I would lose until it would drop me back down into hard on the difficulty. Okay. And, like, it's an adaptive difficulty. Right. So, like, the more you win, the harder it gets. And then when you start losing, it starts... It bumps it back down. It's like you can get yeah. back into your... And, like, things. for the better part of, like, four months, I've been l- losing my way out of very hard back into hard. Winning my way from hard into very hard. And, like, I couldn't... Couldn't break put through. Put it together to stay in very hard. And finally, finally this morning, I did it. Congratulations. So... Yeah, big day, big day. I'm a big deal now. <laughs> pretty important guy now. Pretty That's much, pretty much the guy now. <laughs> pretty much the best guy. <laughs> yeah, there's probably no one more important or better than me now. Like it's, right. it's, it's like it's me and the no one else. Right. So. So does it go very hard than elite is like the maximum? Yeah. yeah. So you're all the way past elite on the protest, but on Terrans you can only get yeah, to very protest, hard. Yeah, protest. Like I don't, I, I haven't lost a protest match in, in like a year against the computer. Is that the pylon people? The guys that build all the pylons. Yeah. 
And so I just literally, I use their, the, the turrets are unmanned and all that. So I just build a bunch of those like for base defense. But then from there, I just build the, their max vehicle is a, like an aircraft carrier that carries flying attack ships. So I just max out on those and then just slow roll the map from corner to corner to corner. Just like just mowing the yard basically. Mm. I do the same thing with the Terrans eventually, but it takes a lot longer. Right. They're not as fast. They're not as fast. And also, their maximum unit is just not as impressively strong as... Well, I mean, you're talking about, like, a crazy space ring race and then, like, dudes. So Right. Yeah. And, like, so for the dudes, for the Terrans, it's the carrier probably... Like, they have, like, a super ship, too, but it's not... It's just not as impressive as the... It's just not as good. It's not, just, yeah. it's not as solid as a game plan. <laughs> exactly. Um... Their top unit is probably the walking mech Dudes, guys, the, yeah. whatever they're called, Titans or whatever they're called, Thors, I think maybe. Thors. So, but yeah, uh, very hard, very hard. First one in a long time. Yeah, I was, I was pumped about that. I was so pumped, I spiked my laptop at Celebration. <laughs> as you as you do. <laughs> yeah, I just literally just threw it down like a, like gronked it. Just, rawr, celebrate, yeah. So anyway, we're recording this on an iPhone again. Right, we're back. We're back to it. <laughs> um, I was helping a buddy of mine start his iPad, uh, his his podcast. Uh huh. Um, because I'm a I'm a giving generous fella. Do you want to give him a shout out on our show? Or uh, that well, money? we've already we've already I've already had him on. It's Lawrence. I had oh, Lawrence okay. on for the uh, the LK show. Ah, nice. Uh, and uh, he's a, he's a great guy. Buddy of mine for a long long time. He did really good on here. Um. And uh, his show is going well. But so he called me mm-hmm. uh, about two weeks after I had him on. And he said, uh, I said, hey, I'm having a problem. I I got a second microphone. Mm-hmm. And I've got a splitter. And so I was trying to figure out how to put both microphones into my iPhone to use my Anchor. Because he uses Anchor to do his podcast. Right, yeah. And I said, uh... But he, he doesn't actually use the Anchor app. He records it and, and then, then puts it on Anchor. Puts it on the Anchor website. Oh, okay. Um, and so that was one thing I talked to him. Is I, I said, um, I think the Anchor app actually just lets you create a podcast straight on. And he said, yeah, I've played with it some. I don't know enough yet, though. I said, okay, all right. And so then we're also talking about it. And he says, so what do I do about these two mics? And... Uh, I told him I was like, well, if you if you you know if you recall, you know, we used to call it the iPhone days, and he said, yeah, yeah, and that's why I'm asking you because you guys record it on an iPhone. I said, right. He said, how'd y'all do that? I said, well, we just put it on voice memo. And so he goes, whoa, so there were no microphones? I said, no, there were no microphones. We just talked at it. We just talked to my voice memo on my phone. And then I also pointed out that if the phone goes to sleep, there's a chance voice memo shuts down. Yeah. So we had to kind of mess with the settings a little bit. But when we were talking about it, it was just kind of an interesting... I, he didn't realize. Mm-hmm. And so then he's like, oh, okay. That's just me helping the little guy. That's just me being a great person. <laughs> it's just a break story. Yeah, it's just But a also story. how we started. <laughs> yeah, it's it's how we started too. Listen, the voice memo thing, it works. If you're if you're just getting started out, and honestly, this is an absolutely free plug, free promo. Uh 
at this point, I think Anchor is where you go if you're just starting out today. Yeah, it's uh, a, it's a listen, very, we're it's not with them. We use a different service. We, the other who we use fits what we do. Right. Um, but if we were starting today, first of all, I don't, I don't think we would be. But if we were starting today, we would be on Anchor. I think. Yeah. I feel like I think that that's really. It's my unsolicited promo ad of the day. <laughs> it's a good service. You should use it. It looks really simple. It looks very straightforward. I was able to get on and do uh, do an interview with... I don't remember what the name of his show was now. Uh, I think I think it was... I think it was... Talks about dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. Um, so check that out also uh, Will Holland talks about dot 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 I don't know if it was Will talks or I don't remember now but anyway we did the whole interview straight through Anchor wow and it worked and it was pretty good um, so I think Anchor might be the way to go for those asking for those newbies um, this is probably the last time we talk about podcasting until probably Comic Palooza yep that's um, kind of an important date for us Coming up Memorial Day weekend. Yep. Is it Memorial or is it Labor? I think it's, it's Memorial. It's in May. May is Memorial? Yeah. Well, that's an easy way to remember that. Mm-hmm. That's what we'll do then. It's Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we'll be we'll be out there for that. Uh, you know, I, I technically haven't submitted our panels yet. But, oh, nice, nice. But, um... Well, I mean, it's only, it's only February. Yeah, but I've been talking to some of the people involved in it, and so, like, we're still good on, like... Yeah, it's not time yet, right? Uh, and honestly, I don't want to get involved too early because they make you do a lot of extra work. <laughs> not gonna lie to anybody about that. It's a big deal now. Comic Palooza went from a movie theater to the George R. Brown for several days. It's huge. Tons of people. City of Houston's involved now. So right, yeah, it's, it's a, a big, big deal. It's, it's a big, big deal. deal. Last year was was it last year? Two years ago. Two, Two years ago, ago, Blizzard was involved. No, it was year. last year. Yeah, was last year was Blizzard was involved, and we had yeah, because we had just started with Colleg- Adventure Begins, and we were hanging out with those cats all day. Yeah, the collegiate esports event was there. Yeah, so we we had a we had a lot of fun. That was a big deal. We, we did the interview last year with the head of collegiate esports with Blizzard. Mm-hmm. She like left the company like a month later. Hey, uh, but it was a good interview. We had fun with her. Um, but anyway, all right, we're gonna jump out here and we'll take a break. When we come back, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this segment of Nerd Thug Radio. We're gonna talk comic books. Ooh, yeah. Stay tuned. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey everybody, I'd like to introduce Tiger Rock Martial Arts. With four great locations that are open to all members, Tiger Rock offers world-class training with top-level instructors teaching self-defense and jiu-jitsu, among other courses. Designed to help improve physical fitness and raise confidence, Tiger Rock's Martial Arts is able to start working with anyone four years old and up to show them the life skills and focus it takes to succeed in the modern world. Anyone interested in a fun, energetic way to make a positive life change should absolutely reach out to Tiger Rock Martial Arts and get started changing their life for the better. TigerRockMartialArts.com From chicken fried steak with jalapeno cream gravy to spicy shrimp tacos or a double bone-in pork chop, 
there are many items listed on the menu of the Woodlands area's newest restaurant and lounge. With two full bars, 40 beers on tap, 23 wines by the glass, and a large, family-friendly patio, Citizens Grill is designed to create a fun atmosphere. Interested in hungry parties can find them on FM 1488 at Old Conroe Road across from the Escape Theater and Dell Webb, open weekdays 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. and weekends 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And interested parties should absolutely check out the Nerd Thug Radio events pages for specials. Hi, Conroe. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. For people interested in saving money on car and home insurance, they should contact Sean Myers Insurance Services. If you look on Google, you'll see plenty of five-star reviews for these guys. They're great. They're an independent agent able to shop over 15 national carriers to find the best coverage at the best price for that customer. They do specialize in home insurance as well as bundling with auto to maximize discounts. They would want you to know that they consider their customers family and that their policy is caring and and their goal is to bring value by going through your coverage line by line to make sure you actually understand what you have. The interested party should call 936-760-5963 if they're interested in saving money on car insurance today. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe, to more Nerd Thug Radio. We're on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IrelandStar.com. Um... Yeah, this is Corey DLG with me as usual is little brother Nico. Yeah, it's me. And we are in what we like to call the go home segment of Nerd Thug Radio. So going we wrap home. up this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Friday. Um, all right, before we get into anything here, I'm going to tell you guys about my friend's Citizen's Grill. Come enjoy Citizen's Grill's awesome chicken fried steak with jalapeno or classic cream gravy. Served with your choice of two signature sides like our awesome home style mashed potatoes and broccoli crowns. Find Citizens Grill on FM 1488 at Old Conroe Road across from Escape Theater in the Woodlands Del Webb neighborhood. They've also got some great stuff such as the Double Bone-In Pork Chop and the Spicy Shrimp Tacos. they got tons of dishes that are around $10 or $11. Yeah, the burgers uh, are really good. The burgers, you get, you've gotten the burgers a couple times. You and uh, your buddies. The, the Citizen and the All-American are both super good. I've had What's the difference? Uh, one of them has like a jalapeno, like spicy like almost like a butter almost super, oh okay super good nice they do a lot of jalapeno inspired stuff so if you're in it's not like it's not like super spicy either it's, it's like kind of almost got like a spice flavor yeah it's got like a kick to it but you're you're not sitting there like <laughs> like heavy breathing because it's too spicy like yeah it's, it's a it's the correct amount of spice where it gives it the heat but not like you're dying <laughs> and uh their jalapeno cream gravy is great the first time i got the chicken fried steak i wasn't sure if i wanted that or not so i had them put them Bring me both each on the side, mm-hmm. and the cream, the jalapeno cream gravy is great. Yeah, um, it's definitely a good, it's definitely a great place. Huge patio. Yeah, uh, we've been building up the watch parties there for Overwatch. Um, we've been doing a lot of other fun stuff there. We're starting to plan. I already sent the emails in to uh, Jim, the owner of Citizens Grill, um, about us having our four-year anniversary party there. Ooh. So we'll get some more details coming up on that. Uh, but yeah, it just it's uh, it's a great place. Yeah, there's also Citizens Grill itself, the restaurant. There's Citizens Lounge, which they share a wall with and share the bar with. That's the 21 and up section of the restaurant. Yeah, it's super uh, fancy. And then the patio. So like, it's a great place to go. Go great to check out. You're doing date night. You go to the lounge. You're doing something else. You go to Citizens Grill. Like, you really need, just need to check it out and have a good time and enjoy yourself. Uh, make sure to swing by and, and 
Tell them Nerd Thug Radio sent you. We also run specials. All that's available on the Facebook page, though. So check it out. All right, Nico. All right. You ready for this comic book news? No, I'm completely unprepared. Okay. Um, special alert. Yeah, whatever. Um, sky is falling. It's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, DC Comics has announced they have fired Dan DiDito. Who's that? He's ba- he was the the title was publisher. He was co-publisher with Jim Lee. He was the guy making the decisions for DC Comics. He was ah, their guy. That was their guy, and he's gone. They fired him after ten years. Mm-hmm. Um. What they're basically citing, uh, this was a corporate maneuver. They let him go for corporate reasons. Ooh. They, they. Uh, so, last weekend in Portland was the like the retailer expo. So the big comic book. So the comic book store owners go to the publishers, and, and they have a big conference together. Mm-hmm. And DC Comics canceled their panels and sent no one to speak publicly for the company. Because while that was happening, Friday morning they were firing Dan DiDito. Ooh. Can't really say much when your head guy is uh, right. getting fired. Um, Now, from what I've read and seen, mm-hmm. this is for corporate reasons. Uh, uh, essentially, it's, it's coming down to just an unsavory workplace. They didn't, he wasn't creating the right atmosphere. He wasn't, it, people weren't happy. To be writing for DC Comics, to be working at DC Comics because of he's the leader. Buck stops somewhere. That's so, true. So they put it on him. He's the your CEO, your publisher, your your the guy running your company is who decides culture. Right. Uh, if he builds a good culture, the and he surrounds himself run. with people who build good culture, then there's going to be good culture in your company. Mm-hmm. Now. Of course, what this means, though, is everyone in the comic book industry is running around like Chicken Little. That the sky is falling. AT and T is on the verge of canceling DC Comics. Uh, Marvel may start public. I, saw, I literally saw just the other day Marvel may license DC Comics. Uh, like everyone is obviously just stupid now. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, this is also um, is it Bob Iger, the guy the CEO of Disney? Yeah. Also stepped down, which is like effective immediately, and everyone was like, "Oh God!" And then it was like, "No, I've been CEO since 2005, and I think I did a pretty good job. I was expecting to leave around 2021, so I'm just gonna step down now and then fully phase out, and retire in 2020." And you're like, "Oh yeah, I guess he has been CEO for 15 years." Well, and and uh, okay, well, and here's the other, like, at Marvel Comics, they changed editor in chiefs and publisher and all that like, like three, three times, years ago. Yeah, like, like they just shuffled all of this a couple years ago. And they named C.B. Sebaleski as the new editor-in-chief. C.B. Sebaleski. And everybody for a second was like, oh, what does this mean for comic books? What does this mean? Nothing changed, guys. Nothing changed. Nothing. Yeah, your entire company doesn't explode because one guy gets fired at the top. Right. He makes changes that affect everyone. That's true, but... And everyone's saying that... Everyone still does their job. No one... Like, when a company fires their CEO, it doesn't mean the company just shuts down. (laughs) Right. Well, and everyone's... And a couple years ago, when Marvel shuffled everybody, they were like, oh, this must mean that Disney is looking at, like, restructuring and getting rid of, like, comic books and blah, blah, blah. It's not what happened at all. It's not what happened at all. And no one... Disney doesn't control the comic books. Well, well, no, I mean, they do. They have influence, but, like, they're not, like, they're not, like, these are our guys that are doing this. Yeah, they, listen... That's not what they did. (laughs) They put an editor-in-chief in in place, and he runs comic books. Right. That's what it is. 
They didn't buy Marvel to turn it into Disney. They bought Marvel because it's Marvel. They wanted to keep the money spent by boys in the age groups they lose at Disney. Mm-hmm. So essentially, boys age out of Disney, and then they come back when they have kids. Right. And so they, Disney bought Marvel and bought Star Wars specifically to keep those people and their money. So no, they're not changing this. Like that's right. not what. It, that's not how corporate strategy. That's not what structure. That's not what people do. That's not how it works. This goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. How people just don't understand stuff. And so inside the combo community right now is all kinds of people who are just sky is falling, night is day, blue is black, the the sun is the moon, and the moon is on fire. Like nothing is making sense for them. They're throwing out all these weird, crazy things that aren't going to happen. Disney is not about to start licensing DC Comics. AT&T is not going to stop publishing DC. Disney's going to stop publishing Marvel. Like none of these are even DC's not going away. They're no. just they just fired their publisher. They'll get a new one. Right. And it's going to run. <laughs> well, and so some people are saying that this means that 5G, which I do think is going to be a bad idea, and I think it's going to have a troubled rollout and it's not going to work. Uh, but people are saying that that means that if 5G fails, AT&T is just going to drop DC. No, first of all, even if it fails, it's probably going to do better than, you know, most other combo companies in the industry, other than probably Marvel. DC has been a solid number two in the comic book publishing world forever. Right. They're not going to lose that all of a sudden. That's yeah. not going anywhere. The conversation isn't Marvel, DC. It's, you know, it's it's Marvel, DC. Those are your two, like, yeah. those are your big boys. Those right. Are, They're not going anywhere. Batman and Superman aren't just going to dissipate into nothing. No, and that's, like... This just stupidity that just sometimes comes out and where people talk about all these different things and, oh. It's unstable, so people are unsure, and then they get scared. But it's not unstable. No, no, no. no the, the oh, appearance. The change. Yeah. yeah. The appearance yes. of, unsta- of yeah, instability. Yeah, change in the air. What's, what's the word? What's the fancy death-sounding entropy? Yeah, entropy. Like, but the bigger problem is, I think, just in the comic book, gen- in the comic book industry, we are perpetually calling ourselves... Like, we're predicting our own doom every year. <laughs> every year we talk about, oh, it's the end of comic books. But if you look at, like, the numbers and stuff, that's not true. It's just not true. Comic book sales, if you if you include anime and the mangas and all that, like, comic book sales go up, not down. If you include uh, child, uh, children's graphic novels as, bo- uh, as comic books and not as book sales, numbers are going up, not down. Like, Yeah, like your, your standard maybe four-issue... Like, literal $4, 28 pages of comic book. Right. Maybe that isn't as popular as it used to be, but the graphic novels But But part of that's because deal. there's a hundred other ways to get it now. Right. You could do online You could get it at Amazon. You can get it from the website. You can get it from the creators. You can get it from the shows. You get it online. You could, I mean, the idea that any of this is going anywhere is wrong. It's just wrong. Uh, okay, right now, the mo- the comic book movie Bloodshot is about to come out, starring Vin Diesel. Oh, if, yeah, he's in we another comic book movie. Shout out to Vin Diesel, by the way. Well, Valiant's, Real guy. Valiant's about to do their whole universe. If if it wasn't for comic books, there'd be no Valiant comics. There'd be no Bloodshot. If it wasn't for comic books, there'd be no Harley Quinn movie. Like, if it wasn't for comic books, there'd be no Joker movie. Right. If the last time you saw Joker... Okay, so if there's no comic books, right? Like, mm-hmm. if we live in the world... The, let's say comic books are canceled in 1995, okay? They're gone. Yeah. Even if they had done more Batman movies, that would be the last time you saw Joker. 
So you would have Heath Ledger's Joker. Suicide Squad, while it's an old concept, the roster that they use in the movie is all new. So that roster wouldn't have happened. No Harley Quinn, no Deadshot. So it wouldn't be a Will Smith, uh, Margot Robbie movie. So no Jared Leto Joker. Like, all of these things wouldn't happen without comic books. And there's a lot of movies that are based on graphic novels and comic books that a lot of people don't even realize that are based on these things. Well, and and the, the whole... Marvel phases one through four or are were taken almost directly from comic books. None of this is going anywhere. It's too big of an industry, it's such a big influence in our pop it's, culture. It's a massive piece of pop culture. And when people talk about stuff like, oh, it's dying, it's changing, and they talk about music. Remember music was dying. Remember music was gonna completely go away. Well that that's how, how it's everywhere. How wrong that was. Right. Remember when Napster came out, that was the downfall of music. The music industry is going to fail. We, st- I mean, like, are we still on the clock for that? Like, is it happening tomorrow? Like, when right. When does it actually when, fail? When, when, does, when does the multi-billion dollar music industry fail? Right. And so it's, sometimes you just have to, you just have to roll your eyes and laugh at people. And I've, I've just, I've been watching the headlines for two weeks now, and it's just been so obnoxious. <laughs> The world ridiculous. is ending. Right. Sky it's, is falling. It's like if it's that bad for everybody, then, then don't get in it. But everybody still wants to be in it. Uh, I'll, I will say this, and then we'll jump out. Uh, worst person in comic books, Rob Liefeld. Immediately his tweet was, uh, Dan Adito is one of the worst people ever, blah, blah, blah. Couldn't happen to a better guy. He totally deserves it. Like... Thanks, Rob Liefeld. Wait for your constructive criticism. Right. Like, he's just the worst. He's just the worst. Thanks, Rob. Anyway, all right. Thanks for listening, guys. We uh, we always have a great time making the show with you guys, and I hope everybody has a great time listening. We'll be back on Monday. Stay tuned. Enjoy. On behalf of Little Brother Nico and myself, on behalf of Tiger Rock Martial Arts, Citizens Grill, Adventure Begins, and Donald Williams over there at Sean Myers Insurance, same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. From chicken fried steak with jalapeno cream gravy to spicy shrimp tacos or a double bone-in pork chop, there are many items listed on the menu of the Woodlands area's newest restaurant and lounge. With two full bars, 40 beers on tap, 23 wines by the glass, and a large, family-friendly patio, Citizen's Grill is designed to create a fun atmosphere. Interested in hungry parties can find them on FM 1488 at Old Conroe Road across from the Escape Theater and Dell Webb, open weekdays 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. and weekends 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And interested parties should absolutely check out the Nerd Thug Radio events pages for specials. Hi, Conroe. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. For people interested in saving money on car and home insurance, they should contact Sean Myers Insurance Services. If you look on Google, you'll see plenty of five-star reviews for these guys. They're great. They're an independent agent able to shop over 15 national carriers to find the best coverage at the best price for that customer. They do specialize in home insurance as well as bundling with auto to maximize discounts. They would want you to know that they consider their customers family and that their policy is caring and and their goal is to bring value by going through your coverage line by line to make sure you actually understand what you have. The interested party should call 936-760-5963 if they're interested in saving money on car insurance today. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oliver wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio.